Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Gavin Timms with REI Network. We're back with another episode. Before I introduce him, if you're watching or listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, just do me a favor. Go ahead and like and subscribe. Again, straight away if you can. There's going to be comments on there as well. If you want to interact with us, we're going to be kind of active on there, answering any questions that you have. So make sure you go ahead and do that. Right, I want to get started and introduce a good friend of mine, Ron Rowe. Ron, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Gavin. Appreciate you uh, coming on, Ron. So I want to find out and, and kind of find out or tell the audience a little bit about you. I know we go back years. We've done several things, you know, on a coaching level. You've been in kind of multiple things that, you know, we've had going on. You're currently in our accountability group as well. And I really wanted to get you on, Ron, because obviously you're experienced. You've done deals for a long time. So we're going to find out kind of what you're doing, how it looks. But when we talked the other day, what really kind of, I was like, hey, let's get on a podcast and talk. You use the word exploding things are exploding right and i was like that's awesome that's powerful and we need to get you on and, and kind of share that so we're going to be talking about how things are exploding we're going to talk about collaboration partnerships which is a completely down my alley right anyone that watches me i'm all about collaboration and partnership that's how i do all my deals that's all i've ever done to get deals done so i'm excited to find out what you're doing for you to share and uh, we're going to go from there so ron tell us a little bit about you how you got started where you've been what you've been doing and kind of the location that you're working right now yeah thanks gavin so i've been wholesaling mostly since 2014 so that's that's quite a while and i do it all part-time so you know i I'm a former or I'm still a licensed attorney, but when I started off, I was working for the state as an attorney. And then I switched for different family reasons to do some nonprofit work. Um, that gave me a lot of flexibility to continue to do wholesaling. And, you know, I, you know, working with Joe and, and you, Gavin, over the, over the years, you know, I've gotten better uh, or worse sometimes just back and forth about keeping um, going with my, with my marketing and follow up and stuff. And you and I've talked a lot about that over the years, but, you know, definitely doing deals every year and just, you know, got uh, different folks and different networks that helped me do that. Yeah. And so I'm in mid Missouri and like I say, doing mostly wholesaling, do a lot of different kinds of marketing and just see what comes in and, and then process it and see what we can do with it. Okay. So yeah, you've done deals then, you know, for several years, obviously with an attorney background, I want to actually just touch on that real quick. <laughs> I'm big. When I work with, with anyone, I look at personalities, right? And this is something I'm going to be honest, I didn't really get from you. But normally what happens is, is that when I analyze people on a coaching level, I'm like, okay, I got an attorney. What's an attorney going to be more worried about? It's going to be paperwork. What's in the contracts, right? Are we going to be able to send out a contract without him? Like, well, this could be interpreted this way, you know, or like a teacher, they want to be a full, you know, plan of action and they want to just plan everything and not actually do it. So we have all these different personalities. Was you as an attorney, did you have that? Was you worried when you got into wholesaling about, is this legal? What is the paperwork like? Did you have that feeling? That's a great question. I'm kind of the opposite and it's more my personality. And as an attorney, I'm not the guy you hire for 
cr crossing your uh, T's and dot your I's and stuff. And that's not the kind of work that I did. Um, I'm not a detailed kind of guy, which uh, you don't want an attorney that says that to you, by the way. So I'm a bigger picture guy. It really did help. And I've had several people talk to me about this. It did help me feel very comfortable with the docs that you have to use and know you know, when I'm putting something out there, know how far I'm really extending myself with any one of the, you know, the things that I'm committing to with any paperwork that I'm putting out there. And then also being able to read, you know, a contract or whatever agreements, you know, that you're looking at and go, yeah, this, this is going to work. And just feeling comfortable knowing what you're getting into, I think is more than anything with a legal background. So that's how I take it. And it's, it's helped me in that respect for sure. Yeah. So you actually took that as a positive thing and spun it into using your knowledge, not to look at everything as a negative on there, but I'm actually like oh yeah this the way that this reads you know because i'm not an attorney right and we teach people all over the country so we have to say hey go and get your contracts looked at but when i look at the one page agreement i mean we have four or five clauses in there that we need to have in there right. and at the end of the day you know we have inspection periods we they have to give us access to the house to do inspections get you know um contractors realtors anyone that we need in there and we can obviously renegotiate we can get out the contract within the inspection period we have certain get out clause now Obviously, I don't teach it to, to do that, to negotiate or to get out of contracts, but it's there to do if, if it's needed. So that's good to hear. That's good good to hear rather than, no, you can't do this and you can't do that. And, and they pick it to part. You, know, you probably know this, but you know, attorney gets paid by the hour typically. And if you give them a document, they're going to find something, two or three things they would change because that's their job. And you give 10 attorneys the same document, they're probably going to find 10 different things wrong with it or whatever. And that's just, that is what it is. They're paid to, to cover your CYA and make sure yeah. that you're covered given what you tell them your risk tolerance is and whatnot. And for me, I know my risk tolerance is pretty, I'm, I'm pretty okay. And so I, and then I just need those three or four clauses, like you mentioned that I go, okay, I'm good on this. I'm going to operate in there and we're pretty much going to get all these done. But if we needed a, an escape, then we can get out with that. So. Absolutely. No, that's great. I think that's going to be that right there for people, right? That when you give your contracts to attorneys, listen again, their job is they get paid by the hour. So it's like, it's just like a new boss coming into a job, right? They have to make change. Even though there's nothing needs changing, they everyone has to put their stamp on it to show, oh, I'm doing my job. And obviously they're not going to go, oh yeah, it looks great on your way. And they've just charged you for five minutes. They're going to go, oh no, we need to go back and forth 10 times. So we all, you know, I make some money. So no, that's, that's great. So tell us then from what you've been doing previous to why you feel like this traction you know you've been able to kind of again explode things as kind of you know started happening for you yeah when we when i reached out to you the other day and i do that occasionally with you as you know um when things are going well or i need a, a pick me up or whatever i'll send you a box or something like that and the other day i just had something come in um through through my network where you know they basically said hey can you help my wholesaler in this area do this and it was in it was in columbia it was in my area and looked at it and right away I said, heck yeah, this is, I mean, things are hot here. We're going to be able to do something with it. And at the, you know, as I was getting that message, I was working on the flip that I'm working on that I, I never do flips, but it makes sense to do this flip. And I just got word, you know, a couple hours before that, that another deal that's a, a, a virtual deal for me in a, a different market, pretty close to here, but working with another partner, he said, Hey, we got the contract on that. And so it was just like all of that coming together, literally within a few hours, I was like, and other things are brewing, you know, and so I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to 
boxer Gavin and say, you know, things are going. But really, the the, the glue there is all of that. Um, there's just tons of network partners that I mean, that's happening. I'm doing the marketing side heavy and, and most of the first contact me or the VAs that I work with and have worked with off and on for a few years now. But, you know, we do the front side of it and get it going and then do some follow up and stuff. But those network partners, whether it's uh, in a remote location or like kind of the main deal that I'm working on right now that I'm flipping here in my backyard, I'm not going to swing a hammer. I'm not doing any of the of the heavy lifting because I'm really a front side guy. But even here in my, my own backyard, I'm doing it kind of virtual, like you would do virtually with a partner. So it, it's partnerships is the big thing that that I've developed over the past few years that really is coming together all at once makes this possible so that I'm having um, quite a bit of, of success just, just right in the, in the last few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So networking, right? Huge. You've got to be networking to build the relationships. And now you have obviously networking from new partners, but you've actually created kind of partners that you've had known for years and years, right? So I want to talk about the difference, you know, in them, but what's cool is, is that multiple partners through networking, right? Again, I called the, the, my company REI Network because it's everything's about networking. Who you know from networking is going to create in opportunities, open doors for you to do deals. So let's talk about this flip. Why did you take the flip on? What's going on? Who's involved in that? Yeah, so this is a deal. Let me make sure I get it right. This came in on my website. So I have a website. Don't go there. It's terrible. It's not terrible, but uh, I just don't, I don't keep up with it. I'm, you know, another thing Gavin knows about me. I, you know, I kind of put stuff out there. I'm not one to, you know, make my website or everything look pretty and perfect or whatever. I just something, a, a receptacle that gets me some of the stuff that I need. And then I'll take it from there. I used to put my deals up on my website so buyers could see it. And I just, I could have a VA do that, I think. But at the end of the day, you know, I text and call my buyers when I get something and they know. So I'm just, I just do, you know, the simple things. But this yep. one came in through the website. It, it's in my my home market, my farm market that's really hot right now. There's just low inventory. Um, everybody wants a home, but nobody's really selling. And so looked at it and I got to look at it with, because it's here with my, one of my best friends who's a realtor here and I've known him for years. And, you know, we go look at it. And he goes, yeah, this is smoking. Let's, let's figure out a way to do this. And you know, he's never, he's so, so, such a kind soul. He's not trying to push in my deal ever. And uh, it's one of the reasons why I want to work with him even more. But, you know, in talking with him, you know, we figured out a good price point to get it. I, I was kind of surprised that the seller took it actually, um, but it made sense for him to talk with him. You know, he was ready to get a certain amount and we could give him what he wanted. And um, he knew that there was still work to be done. And so we're going to, we're going to close that one here in a few days, actually, I think, but we've got the bids in for the stuff that we need to do. You know, we're managing that. And, uh, and the other part that I didn't say about this, so I don't, I'm not putting my my own money in this. I, I bring in private funds because I don't usually do this. I'll just wholesale these deals normally. And yeah. so I'm really partnering with two other people that I, um, you know, are, are, are friends of mine. And so it's really fun to, to do it that way when you can do it. But there's private money out there. I mean, there's tons of money sitting on the sideline is my, my impression. And if you, that's a whole different podcast probably, but you know, this was one that I, I was going in it thinking I was going to wholesale. And when I talked to my realtor partner, he said, let's let's figure out a way to do this and and he could do it and so we have set it up and you know we're midstream in it uh, we've got a, some rehab we're going to have to do but this is such a hot market um, we're looking at the things that are coming on right now and feeling really good about where we're gonna where we're gonna list it and uh, yeah yeah it's exciting I mean I don't normally do these so this is even more fun for me and um, I'm actually my wife doesn't do too much of stuff but we're gonna pick out kitchen 
uh, cabinets and things like that. So I'm gonna even bring her in. So everybody's getting involved. Yeah, yeah, and you that could spark something. I'm, I'm, I'm Maybe. warning we'll you. See. So it, it happened to me. So you know, my wife loves it now. So she actually wants to start flipping in Savannah because she loves it. So we're going to be looking at that. We have a couple of flips in Bama. Again, I like to wholesale everything as well, but you're exactly right. We looked at our numbers and just thought, you know what, if we start taking some of these down, for instance, this one that we're working right now, we should, we could have wholesaled it for probably 15 and we're set after borrowing, paying the money people after closing everything, we should make 60 on it. So you just can't turn it down. You know, and, and it's probably going to sell within three days because they just are. If you're priced right in good condition, I mean, as you know, I think across the United States right now, because the interest rates are so low, these things are just going boom, straight off because there's, there's not enough out there, but especially in great condition, like new remodels and stuff, or, or they've been flipped. They're in great condition, moving ready. Uh, hits that market and it's uh, and it's kind of gone. So that's awesome. Uh, so you do that, but mainly you do wholesaling. You like to do that. So how how have people been reaching out? Is this just through networking and then this other deal that you're going to be wholesaling? How's that looking? So my main marketing channels over the past couple of years have been texting and cold calling, cold texting, cold calling. Um, yeah. We've gotten pretty good at that. I use REI Simple, you know, FreedomSoft, REI Simple is my platform for texting. That's worked really well. And then we do, we use Mojo for, for calls, for calls. And um, I've got a little bit of a bird's nest situation with my, my day, you know, keeping my, my CRMs connected, but my, my virtual assistants do, do a pretty good job of that and, and having those talk to each other or keep up with it and let me know where the information is. But so that's how I get the deals. This one that I'm wholesaling with a network partner south of St. Louis actually is one, you know, we probably cold called Code Texas last year and talked to him for months. And, you know, we could tell right then, you know, we weren't at his price point, but he was, he just needed to cook a little bit as, as Joe would say sometimes, I think. And so I get a call from him saying, Hey, we need some properties over in this town. I mean, it's just hot. And he was one of a couple people I called up and got back in touch and, you know, he was ready to go. And so got uh, that partner to go see it and get it locked up under contract. And, you know, that's where we're at and we're going to wholesale it or list it, or I'm not quite sure what we're, we're doing. But again, that's, that's the part partners taking care of that. I mean, I did my, my part of our, of our work together to get him something he could get under contract that he knows that will sell in that market. And, you know, that's my part of this. And, and absolutely. So he's because- in a disposition now. Yeah, great. And that's the whole point of collaboration, right? Is that I see, I'll, I'll pick a husband and wife, for instance, right? Or a partnership that people work, to, work together. And, and the first thing is in a partnership is that you can't work on the same things, right? There's a, there's a certain amount of communication that needs to happen. Like if me and you were partnering, I have my select things that I'm doing. You have your select things that you're doing. And we'll communicate that that's happening, but we're not working on the same thing. What I see in partnerships is that, oh, we're both going to do marketing. And it's like, why are you both doing marketing? marketing oh uh, well what should i do well if one's marketing one needs to be on the phone or if you're on the phone gets a va to send out the office for you right you've got to look at making sure there's multiple things multiple hats being more in this business and we need to make sure that you're spreading that workload out and that's kind of what you're doing um i and you're kind of filling both sides aren't you you're on a dispo side sometimes you're on a marketing side sometimes and you're fitting in the gaps where people need to get deals done absolutely Absolutely. And it really depends on the market. Like, and, and I think I've mentioned to you over the years. So Columbia being what it is, Columbia is a, 
about a hundred thousand person town or so, you know, not very big, but not too small. I get leads off in the, what I would call the boonies, just in the, in the middle of nowhere, Missouri. And sometimes I, I have some buyers that can do stuff with them. But other than here in mid Missouri, Columbia, and some in Jefferson city, I, uh, I don't have buyers lists in some of the other places where I work, like in the Kansas city area. I worked in Springfield for a while with a, a couple partners and then all over St. Louis with different partners. Um, and in Des Moines, I, I, I've worked in Des Moines, Iowa area and a little bit in Cedar Rapids over the past couple of years. But in those other areas, I don't have the buyers. So they're doing all the, you know, whatever partners I have, their boots on the ground. And typically they're finding. Now I can, because I've done this for a while. Um, and actually, I, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I found my partner in Des Moines two years ago texting. I found a deal. I knew it was a deal, even though I just started working there. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to get this thing in a contract. What am I going to do? It's like, well, I'm not panicking. I'm just going to go find a partner to help me do it. And, you know, I was looking for buyers, but I was also looking for wholesalers, like, you know, lots of people teach. And Absolutely. lo and behold, the second person I talked to, he's my partner to this day. And if anybody's working in Des Moines, I, I'd love to help you <laughs> connect with this guy because he is one of the best partners I've ever had doing this business. He's just so good and he's, he's so thorough and uh, he really treats me me well and and has a lot of buyers has a lot of connections and we can you know disposition is not a problem there once we get something yep. so that's awesome and <clears throat> again it's my main model <laughs> that's why i love it right you can do it anywhere from the markets you're in the markets i'm in i have clients all over doing the same thing because it obviously worked right and if you understand that I think a lot of people sometimes, like when they see a 10000 or 20000 or plus wholesale fee, they want it all. It'd be nice, right? It'd be nice just to say, I'm going to put 20000 in my pocket, right? But what work have you got to go through to get that deal where from day one, I can do four or five, six of them with somebody else to my one? So overall, I've got half the effort level going in. We're doing more deals, so I'm making more money. We did a deal with a guy, a friend of mine in Phoenix. A client bought me the deal and I said, I can move this deal for 10,000 over right now. I know he had it at 80,000, okay? I can move it at 90,000, no problem. But let me, make a, let, me, let me see if I can do a connection here and see if we can get more money. So we were gonna make five each, right? So I then spoke to a good friend of mine who's got about 16,000 people on his buyers list. You know, they do all the VIP stuff. And I said, hey, I got a client bought this deal. Do you think you can move it? We can make 10 on it, but what do you think you can do? So he looked at it, he's like, yeah, I think I can get more. So he actually sold it for 103,000. So I did a connection, right? So my effort was got this person, got someone else involved. We all made literally about seven and a half thousand each, I think, after all said and done. So coaching client got an extra 2,500. I made my bit, he made his bit, and it, everyone, it was a win, 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 right? And sometimes just through them connections, because he had better buyers, he had better relationships than me. And sometimes I don't stay in the middle. If a client brings me a deal, if I had you in, in uh, Columbia, Missouri, and someone said, hey, I got a deal, I'm not going to spend my time to say, oh, I'm going to look for a buyer, I'll help you move it. I'm going to call you and say, hey, I got a client that's got a deal, will you look at it? And then I'll go, boom. I'll put you together and I'll stand out. If the deal's going to work with, with me or with, great, if it works with me, but I'm, I'll stand out to get it done, right? Because it all comes back around. It all comes right? back. That's what it I was going to say. It all comes back around. I don't need a piece of the pie every time. It's always going to feed back in some way. So, and Gavin, especially someone like myself, the stuff that I typically focus on, if I'm on the front end and I'm not doing a lot of boots on the ground, I'm certainly not swinging hammers and stuff like that because I can't, I can't do that. I can do boots on the ground, some of it because I do it here, but 
I've come to the position, regardless of, of the market I'm in, I kind of come into it as a, you know, what do you want to get out of this? You being whoever I'm coming to as the network partner. And I, you know, within reason, I just let them set the terms. What makes you feel good about this, you know, as far as the spreads go and things like that. And I just find that if they feel good and they're doing the boots on the ground and the stuff, then overall, we're going to have a good relationship going forward and be able to do more deals. Now, if I try to nickel and dime you and get, to, you know, like I want this and I want that, it's like, well, maybe we're not working together for the next one. And well, it's, um, exactly. It's not a relationship. I mean, and since I'm not doing the heavy lifting, I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got my marketing costs and I've got my, my, uh, my overhead and stuff I've got to worry about in some sense. But if I want to do deals and I want to find people that do good work and you, you only do that by doing deals with them and, and, see see what they do i mean if they yep. if they do you right then just keep working with them absolutely absolutely no this is awesome well i'm glad to see obviously you know you you're doing well um i remember uh, again when we do speak it, it, you already said it's normally a pick me up or you're <laughs> flying high which is great right sometimes that's what you need in terms of again networking you need to you know the pick me up because the business is hard i think one of the main things that we worked on years ago for you was stop doing it all get it outsourced right the marketing because you used to be kind of the roller coaster investor when you were on but when you're off nothing was happening and it's like you got to outsource all of that that needs to be running without you whether you're in you know working on your non-profit working a full-time job the marketing's got to keep going the train has to keep moving and uh, it's great to see obviously over the time that you're putting that into place and obviously now you know taking it to the next level so fantastic what would you say ron if you were starting off what would advice be for you? Like after all the things that you've done, learn, what would you say to someone that was like trying to get in? Like, what, what would you say? I'm just, I think one of the biggest struggles and still for me, I mean, is, is consistency and finding. And so, you know, finding what you can do consistently with whatever, you know, whatever goals you have. And I mean, if you know that you've only got a couple hours a day to to give to this business because you've got a full-time job, or if you're going all in and you're just, you're chucking the job and you're going, you know, to this, what can you do consistently and just, and don't fret too much about what that is, but pick it and do it and then keep up with that. And maybe that's talk to two sellers a day and try to make an offer or whatever, but do that every day, you know, it's the consistency. It's the, you know, compound effect. You know, I'm a, the slight edge is a, is something that I, I, I don't, I don't live it. I do as I say, not as I do. I try my best, but you know, these little things that you put together and there's, it's all little things, as you know, in this business, um, yep. doing them consistently over time. It is really, it's, it's a tough part, but it, it gets it done. That's, that's where it's at. And so continue to do those little things. I love it, that. it really depends on what you, what you're trying to do in the business, like what exact kind of of advice I give to somebody, but that applies to everything. It's just whatever it is you're going to do is do the at least something little every day and do it consistently. So basically what we're saying there is play to your strengths, outsource your weaknesses and be consistent every day. And whatever that consistency is, if it's 30 minutes a day, be consistent and do 30 minutes every day. If it's two hours a day, be consistent, and do two hours, right? Don't be, I work all week. I'm just going to work Saturday morning only, right? Because again, the way marketing comes, whether you're doing cold calling, whether you're doing texting, direct mail, PPC, Facebook, it doesn't matter. Leads are coming in at all hours, all over the place. And sometimes it can't wait, wait all week, right? And for people that are 
doing that, you might say, well, it's better than nothing. I agree it is. Uh, but you need to start looking to say, how many deals have I lost? Because I got that lead on Monday and I called them on Saturday, right? How many deals do you lose by doing that, by not doing the follow-up? So that's really, really good advice. So Ron, I really, really appreciate obviously you coming on sharing. I think a lot of people are going to get a lot from this. If people are in your market, so if they're in Columbia, Missouri or, or the outskirts there, what's a good way if someone's got a deal, they want to partner with you, you know, in your areas that you've talked about, is there some way that they can reach out to you? What, what would be the best way to do that? The best way is probably just to send me a, an email to my Gmail for this market. We buy Como at Gmail you know, W-E-B-U-Y-C-O-M-O at Gmail. That comes in for these kind of deals. I do have a website, ibuybidmohouses.com. It's a little, that's a, that's a mouthful, but we buy Como at Gmail is a good way to get in touch. And we can certainly, I'm, I'm happy to, as you know, like I'm an abundance guy. If I can help you, I will. If we can work together, great. If we can just, you know, help you move deals, that's, that's great for me. Yeah. So guys watching this and, and, and here's the thing when when we do something like this, I'd really encourage okay to go and, and, and if you're in these markets, is to try and get a deal, get a contract, right? And then get it over to someone like Ron and get it moved, okay, and make money. You know, try not to obviously, you know, just be hitting up questions, just get on, start taking action because people are gonna take you more seriously, right? When when you have something like that, just Take the education, the courses, that you, the videos you're watching on YouTube or podcasts, whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, if you're in the markets, get out there, make, take action, get making offers, lock up a deal, get it over and get JV in to get it done. So awesome. Well, Ron, anything else before we get done? No, I, I appreciate you having me on, Gavin. I uh, have been wanting to do this for a while. I, I'm glad I had some deals to, uh, some explosions, so to speak, to be able yeah. to get on your radar and be, have something to, to talk about with you. So it's exciting. I appreciate the, the opportunity. No, likewise. And um, I think uh, just lastly as well, I want to I want to just ask you just your opinion. I've not, you know, I just want to just curious. We obviously just did the accountability group as well. I mean, did that kind of help like kick things in to, to, to gear to? I think the synergy of, again, taking action, you, you know, yeah. I, I, I just had a renewed, I, you know, I told my VAs and, and you don't have to have VAs to do this stuff. I mean, you, you yeah. as most, uh, many of the people in the accountability group are just getting started. That's kind of what my yeah. comment of, Hey, just talk to two people a day, whatever it is that you can do. You know, I, I told them, I was like, Hey, we're going to make, you know, three to five offers a day now. And, and as I told you on the, on the boxers, like, ah, I didn't quite make my offers, but part of it was because. I'm personally with my time, you know, uh, processing these deals that we're actually getting going. So we kind of missed out on there. And, but, uh, but the, the, the activity, the activity of doing the group, um, certainly for me has, you know, it, it, it helped to, to, to get these things moving and, and, you know, some, again, whether it was follow-up or, or new deals, most of these are follow-up deals. So um, it's all a part of what we're doing in the accountability group. So. Yeah, absolutely. Because, and that was the point of the group, right? Take massive action. It's not about coaching and courses and buying new things. It's just get on with it and do it. And you're right. Some people that are doing deals are not hitting the numbers. Who's complaining? I don't care. Oh, yeah, you didn't hit your numbers, but you did four deals. Fantastic. Great. And that's the whole point of it, right? It's just taking that action because when you take action, things happen magically. And and it's a numbers game. And, and I wish, obviously, I never share people's scorecards, but it's the people that are doing deals are the ones that are doing making action. The ones that aren't doing are not getting any deals. Obviously, common sense but it's just amazing when 
oh, I'm scared of the phone. Well, once you keep doing it, it gets easier. Everything gets easier. Making offers, the marketing, just repetition of doing something is going to get better by taking action. So that's really good. Well, look, I appreciate your time. I know you're busy. Thank you for recording this. Yeah, remember, guys, Ron dropped his email. So if you're in his markets, uh, hit him up. He'll be happy to uh, JV, get some, get some deals done, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, Ron, appreciate you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks, Gavin. Thanks. Bye-bye.